I'm getting ripped tonight. R.I.P. that. Welcome to the Pricey Popcorn Podcast. I'm Brady. This is a message for the TikTok audience. Uh, how you feeling, Ben? Feeling good. Um, TikTok audience, thank you for tuning in. Especially, I can't today. believe I just said that. I'm sorry, everyone. Um, I'm a little, I'm a little excited because we're talking about. Uh, one of the hottest things sweeping the internet right now. Right, yeah. This is probably the thing I've enjoyed the most out of anything that's come out in this uh, great year of 2021. Well, I can say, uh, yeah, but I mean, might as well just drop the name, you know, uh, Invincible, the latest Amazon exclusive, exclusive yeah, Prime product. Video exclusive uh, property. Um, it's a TV show based off of a comic book written by the guy who did The Walking Dead. Uh, Robert Kirkman, I think. Yes, uh, that's yep. correct. Uh, and yeah, so it's a bright and colorful. Let's talk about it in, on a, in a non-spoiler way for a couple well, seconds. I was just saying, it's, it's since Parasite's come out, this is what like, I'm most excited about. This it's all I've been telling. It's a must-watch. It's yep. it's under four. It's eight episodes. They're like 45 minutes long. It's under four hours. You can binge it in an evening or an afternoon. Um, it's exciting. It's it's got the it's just, bright colors of superheroes. Yeah. It's but, breathtakingly original, unique, and just super refreshing. Um, yeah. I explained it to my dad as it's like an animated Deadpool. Yeah, in a sort of way. So like, not to compare, but like if you're yeah, it's like an anime. If you like Deadpool and you're into like the animated stuff, and honestly, if you just like superhero content, must watch. Go see it. Uh, turn this off and just start it. Yeah, it's uh, that kind of content that takes the superhero tropes and tries to subvert them, knock them around. It's super realistic. Yeah, yeah, and it does also. It's I mean, super it's refreshing. It's animated, but it tries to. It's take super. This yeah, it's it's super refreshing that they're uh, they're able to like make it realistic, and yeah, it's not it just like, like if they actually. It's not just like Superman throws villain into like a two story building and it collapses, and like they don't talk about the fallout. Um, yeah, for an animated show, it does a really good job of, you know covering some type of realistic approach to like what actually would happen if there's superheroes or people with superpowers that can do mass destruction Mm -hmm. so definitely keep in mind that it's like very violent it's very gory very bloody in spite of the fact that upon first view it just looks like some comic book cuteness uh but yeah yeah watch if you watch the first episode you're hooked if you watch the first episode Mm -hmm. you're hooked it's like 40 minutes watch it stop stop the podcast and just go watch it yeah if you got amazon prime video it's like honestly the best thing that i've seen in a long time so definitely check out invincible um, and it's the best thing amazon's ever done it's got so. an amazing yeah you could say i mean so it's yeah, one of these jump in. one of these uh superhero kind of subversion movies uh, excuse me tv shows in the same vein as like we've had the boys come out we've had the umbrella academy come out yep. we've had deadpool uh a, a lot of stuff try to take the what you expect of a superhero. It's a non conventional superhero content. Um, so, I mean, if you really don't like superhero content, you might not like it. But if you're like, if you're on like the fringe, like, yeah. fresh within superhero yeah. content, it's not like Marvel, it's not a typical superhero or Superman, Batman movie. Like, if you enjoy Deadpool, you, you're really going to enjoy this. So, check it out. Um, but yeah, I think Ben was about to hint at it yeah, to jump right in. The voice actors are incredible. Mm-hmm. Amazing voice cast. So you got, uh, 
<laughs> J.K. Simmons. I almost said J. Jonah Jameson as the uh, yeah. J.K. Simmons is great. Uh, Stephen Ewing, which is yep. one of my. He's a young favorite for me. You got Sandra O oh playing uh, Mark's mom. Um, you got uh, Zazie Beetz playing I love the her. lead love interest. You, you have, have the guy, Seth Rogen. Seth Rogen makes a cameo. Mark Hamill makes, makes a, a cameo. Yeah. What? Who's the guy who plays Rex Splode? He's in a bunch of stuff. He's, he's like, the guy that's in the league. I don't know his actual name. He's, in the he's, he's Rafi from the Big league. Mouth. Yeah. Yeah. He's Rafi. That's who he's that Rafi from the league. Yeah. He's in Big Mouth. Um, Jason Mansukis. That's his name. Um, you just have a great cast of characters. Yeah, great, great voice cast who all give an excellent performance. So you get a little bit of they spent all of their budget on the vocal cast. But honestly, yeah, I mean, they went big for it, but the story doesn't suffer because of well, it. Well, what suffers is the animation. Yeah, I the don't. Animation I don't have an fun. issue with it. If you like, actually, yeah, really I, look at some stuff. It like, but I'm at a point after like recent shows. You know, Dragon Ball Zuper. Uh, Zuper. Super took a step back in its animation. Uh, even Pokemon has totally rebranded the way they do their I animation. Bet. A lot of a lot of these big properties are deciding to spend a little less on the animation so that they can do the animation can be a little bit more lively because they're not trying to make everything look super yeah. like they're not going into the detail of the face so that they can make the face do a crazy expression instead. Uh, uh, Neo Yokio is a similar way. Devil Man Cry Baby. So this is kind of following in that trend of animation uh, taking, you know, second fiddle to storytelling and voice acting. Uh, but the product you get is amazing and they, and they uh, animate it well when it counts. You'd have to like, agree. really be looking, but I'm just trying to be fair and honest in that. Like there are. Some I didn't spy. mind it at all. Yeah, like it didn't affect too much my enjoyment, but like it. Yeah, I mean it's it's worth noting. Um, yeah, amazing voice cast. You know, decent animation, crazy storytelling, and a I guess twist it helps for the ages. I, I guess it helps when you have you know a comic book source to go off of, and from what I understand, it's pretty close to the comics. It's close, but it makes some pretty key deviations. I think we, at this point we can get into spoilers. I mean, key. Like, for instance, uh, the the main love interest, I think Heather's her name, played by Zazie Beetz in this version, yeah. is white in the comics. Okay. And That's so, not that big of a... And the character William is super homophobic in the comics until he realizes he's gay. And in this, they just come out straight out. Yeah, like uh, he's gay. but I so, wouldn't say... so. A major thing changing would be how episode one ends or, like, the overall plot being different. Like, you can change the, you know, right, yeah. characteristics of characters. For sure. You know, as long as you don't, like, make Omni-Man, like, a girl. Like, that's, you know. Yeah, you know. I think his, uh, the father figure. I mean, it's, so, this is definitely, like, a show where the central story is kind of, around a father and son relationship, a family dynamic. Oh, another change in the comic, uh, Mark's mom doesn't really have much of a role. She doesn't really do much in this. They expanded okay. more on like, she's, we'll, we can get into, uh, spoiler territory, but she's more inquisitive. She's like more actively trying to figure out what's going on in the show than she was in the comic. That's fair. Which is a cool, uh, yeah. But again, it's more like, you know, 
overall, you can tell like a the great overall story. You can tell yeah. you have it's easier to tell an overall story when you have source material, and then you can go through because when were the comics made? Uh, like a the two thousand two ish. Yeah, so like yeah, it's so, okay. Uh, Amazon's like, hey, we want to update this a little bit. Like, what's going to do well? We'll have black girlfriend, guys, gay best the friend. The original author is involved in it like heavily. Yeah. So well, he has said, the hindsight of like, here's what worked for it, and, and I'm sure it's a collaborative process. Yeah, but like, no one's like, well. whether the girlfriend was white or black, and the best friend was gay or not. It's not like this. It's. Not, Let's just jump into the spoilers. Right, it's just Let's just jump into the spoilers. Wrongs, yeah. It's not like that changes at the end of episode one where Omni-Man kills all the fucking superhero uh, guys. Well, what does change is in the comics, like, you don't learn that till like, issue seven, where this is it. That do, or that doesn't happen until, like, issue seven, where the, it happens in episode one. Well, I don't know seven. the breakdown of, like, comics to TV shows. Like, I don't know if it's, like, one issue to one show. It's, like, seven out of 13 in the comic uh so they decide so they like they cut it in half and it's it's more of a thing like you know that it's it's kind of in the comics it's more of a mystery where in the show it's just like you know it from the end of episode one that's fair but again that's that's what happens when you when you make a show because let's let's say what happens is omni-man goes fucking batshit crazy and murders these guys and it is the funniest thing it's amazing it is like a 10 minute scene of Omni-Man battling the equivalent of the Justice, Justice League. League. A knockoff just, Justice League. It's it, like it's if making Superman fun of really fought the Justice League and like didn't hold back and absolutely murders them. Crushes skulls, rips heads off, snaps necks, makes necks turn the wrong My favorite part of that is the Flash knockoff. Yep. Punches, um, he's punching Omni-Man's chest. To While the point Omni-Man where Man is trying to yeah, squish squeezes, his skull. And... The flash, the knockoff flashes wrist break. Yeah, and so he keeps so he's just punching, punching and punching, so he punching. Goes firm and 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 Omni Man takes actual damage from it. Like his shirt rips open. He's got like he he's spitting up blood a little <clears throat> bit too, but it shows the scale of power. Omni Man, yeah. which is just because everyone said, "Oh, wait till wait till the end of episode one. Wait to wait like episode one's wild." I kind of thought it was gonna be some like, I I had no idea what to expect. Mm-hmm. I, thought, I knew it was going to be watch it, but wasn't expecting that. So I was pleasantly surprised. Um, because it's it's a post-credit scene. Yeah. They frame it like a post-credit scene. Like, uh, So I my first watch through, I stopped paying attention. I thought the episode see, was over. See, I didn't because I look at the time left. And when I can see that there's 10 minutes after like it hits a it hits a credit scene and mm-hmm. it rolls right into something else, I knew it wasn't a post-credit scene. I knew it was just like... Whatever. It's the way they format it, which... Yeah, so they... Speaking they, of formatting, I absolutely love how they don't do the intro of the show until, like, they just can throw in the most random thing. Where right. it could be some random dude, and he's like, oh, that guy's not that tough. He's not. And then Invincible flashes on the... Yeah, I, yeah it's, every, it's just... Yeah, I love so it. It cuts, it's off, funny. it cuts off somebody saying Invincible to show the title card. And each episode... More blood the title card flashes has, yeah, more onto the title card and it just like it's sprayed so over. That's it's just awesome. like a creative little touch. It's awesome. It's Yeah, it's super creative. They did a, such a great job. I think it just... It was refreshing. Mm-hmm. Very refreshing to see. I haven't fallen in love with something... Right. And so, long, it's like it's been since Parasite came out. I haven't liked any content, any movies, TV shows, anything. I'm still thinking about it. 
Yeah, I mean, Mandalorian had me hooked, but since then, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm so excited for season two, but I don't know. The Yeah, the show definitely grips well, you right and, from the and start. And it's, it's not even just that, like, the first episode is, like, bonkers 10 out of 10. It, it follows up. Right. The other so, seven episodes are, I can't say just as, but it's just as good. Yeah, because it's uh, it's telling it a has, story of... It gets you hooked. Yeah, it's telling a story of this guy, Mark, who's trying to figure out his powers and become a, a well, hero. Yeah, we can take a step. It's kind of like through. a it's kind of like a modern coming of age story, like typical high school, you know, which we've seen you, a lot in, in It's a it's a trope in it's a, superhero yeah, like, stuff. Yeah, they, they don't do know who they well. are, but they do this super well cuz it's it's not only just a superhero movie where he's trying to find his powers, but he's also, you know, like a high school kid trying to find trying to handle know, his relationships. To, yeah. So, yeah, it's surprising to me that that was able to grip me so well when it's like okay that's the same stuff i've seen in spider-man in sky high that disney thing from way back when uh and in in every like teenage superhero tv show or movie uh but yeah they do it really well it still grips you and they expand on the adult themes a lot because it's like a tv it's for adults yeah so but it's good and um yeah, I'm honestly just wowed by it. Uh, there's so many things we could we could talk about, but just going back to like you said, Omni Man was taking damage when he battles the the knockoff Justice League. That's when I was like, I really enjoyed because he goes to the hospital and it's about them like making sure he's okay. And every other superhero show ever, it's kind of just like they get up and walk away, mm-hmm. or like they get bandaged, they get bandaged up. Yeah, these uh, guys take some, and damage. they like you know they take the ice pack. But multiple times throughout the entire show, we see different characters like in the hospital. Like Omni Man's in a coma for like a oh, two weeks mm-hmm. or something. Like we see Invincible also like get the shit beat out of him multiple times, and like he's like in the hospital and like you know they're like, will he live or not? So there's real. Con- you yeah. get the feeling after episode one, there are real consequences. Anything can happen. Yep. Anybody can get hurt uh, to any degree, so you're really on your toes throughout the whole time. Uh, there's a whole lot of you watching, knowing that somebody could absolutely just die because uh, they they show you in episode one how much stronger Omni Man is than like anybody, and yeah. how sadistic he must be to be keeping this secret because he he's been married well, for twenty years. Yeah, I'll be honest so. with you, um, and. I could. I probably deserve a lot of uh, shit for this. I don't like to think about the plots. Like, if I'm binge watching a TV show or I'm in a movie, I don't like to think about it when I'm watching. Like, I don't want to. Like, I don't want to think about it. I I watch it when I watch it. I watch him. I thought he might have had a good reason for it. You know, like there's got to be something he's planned. You know, something something happened. Like, I'm excited to see why it happened. I didn't automatically just jump to like, all right, he's the actual villain. Right, I mean, yeah. So when you see because I don't want to think about it too much. I don't want to think about it too much. And it's episode one. There's got to be some explanation. I just like to go in and enjoy for what it is because you wanna you wanna think there must be a reason why he's doing that. You know, because it's easy to see somebody do the actions that he did and turn that into a black and white. Yeah, he's the bad guy. And so they take the next few episodes and you you watch him murder. The Guardians of the Globe, yeah. but then he just goes right to being a dad and being a and husband. I kind of fell victim to my own thing because I got to watch the first episode and then I had to like go to a track meet, so I couldn't dive right in. Literally, like I thought about it for twenty minutes. It's exactly like Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, number two. 
Uh, Same premise. Where it's his dad and him, and they're trying to. He's he, he like he brings Pete back or Quill back because he wants to like rule the galaxy together. So like Star Same Wars, time. yeah, kind of, yeah, in a way. But it was more like Guardians of the Galaxy, because um, mm-hmm. like he like makes the, meet, yeah, yeah yeah. Except he knew his dad the whole time. Yeah, yeah. There are a few questions I have about the whole like his, his whole plan, Omni Man's whole plan to do this. Like, why did he take them all on at once? If it obviously didn't go just swimmingly for him, why couldn't he I think just take them off one at a time? He's because he's cocky, and I think he just wanted to get it all over with. I guess he did. He, he and decided also, this is the time. I mean, to so think about it from like a critical thing, if all the superheroes are in one place and all get taken down besides you, it's easy to say like, it's easy to say like someone I else did this to me. Too, yeah. yeah. Whereas like if you take them down one by one, you risk the chance of. Not only someone seeing, but like something getting out where it's like you visibly attacking the one. Then you have the rest coming for you, you know. So I don't, I don't question that so much. I think it just like just shows. Unless you could have how- been sneakier, killing one at a time. Because look, Cecil, the guy, he the head, like the main CIA guy. He knew right. Up, they knew the whole time. They didn't play their hand until they yeah. played their hand. But he knew. So maybe Omni Man could have been sneakier. I mean, not not I don't know why I'm trying to help Omni Man kill off all the guardians, but yeah, I don't know. Maybe he knew. So so something that got spoiled for me. Honestly, nothing got spoiled for besides the meme. But I didn't really understand the meme. The only thing that got spoiled for me is that um, robot creepy as fuck. That whole yeah, sequence that, creepy, but he's apparently a bad ominous. guy. I don't know. I mean, th- that's what th- apparently what happens in the comics. Yeah, that wouldn't surprise me. Is that he definitely he, is like creepy? Something ha- he becomes a bad guy. I don't know. That's but so I thought he was going to be the bad guy the whole time. I thought when he was trying to clone something that he was going to like. Cl- I thought he was going to clone. Um, what's the guy that they bring back to life? Right. The uh, one the of the guards. Uh, yeah, the, the the knockoff Wolverine superhero Superman. Yeah, like the combo. real the, the strong alpha male guy. Um, I thought he was gonna clone him and go in his body and then like try to like take over. Um, so it was weird, but like I think that sh- that shit's fucking hilarious, man. Dude, just dude loved this girl so much. He's like, I'm gonna make a real body for her. Yeah, uh, off and he clones. Rexplodes, which is even that whole uh, that whole sequence yeah, very, is funny. Yeah, very creepy. Um, very creepy. I I I just enjoy yeah, it from start you, to finish. How do you think the uh, so you got forty five minute long episodes, and so that's kind of long for that sort of a TV show. And it's so the you have to keep in mind you, it is it is made for an adult audience as well. Right. So it's but not just in term, So every episode is balancing two kind of stories for the most part. What's going on with Mark and his dad. And what's going on with like the teen guardians? Yes. Kind of, and like you know, the the Rexplode stuff, the the robot stuff, the twin stuff. Um, and so, were you hooked just as much with the teen stuff as what was going on with Mark and his dad? Because I I can understand how a person would maybe you know I with the with the Adam with Eve drama. I was actually really hooked because I like Adam Eve's character, mm-hmm. and it was I think she's super relatable. Not so much to me, but like I can get the relatability. I think they did a good job of writing her character and giving her yeah. interesting decent lines. another another change from the comics. In the comic, her 
costume. I mean, I don't, I'm, 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 I'm going to talk about this, okay? So her costume has the female gender thing. Okay. And it has, like, the swirls around it, like an atom. In the comics, it's That's very cool. clearly swirls. In this TV show, it is the lines are very thin. It's an X. It's totally an X. And her name is Adam Eve. I think they're totally going to play with like non-binary gender kind of thing with going on with her. I think that's going to be interesting. And after, in light of all these other little changes they made in terms of, for representation's sake, I think that's going to no, I'm telling you, there's no way that Mark and her don't end up together. There's no way that oh, yeah, it's totally. not. Oh, yeah, totally. They're going to be together. Um, so. But yeah, I mean, the whole thing is like, I was I was definitely into the, the Guardians of the Globe not it's it's hard to say not as much because like it's the main character and the second main character and i really like the mom mm-hmm. um and i actually like his friend william too his, his friend william's cool too yeah. it's, it helps a part too and um the relationship yeah. dynamic stuff's cool i, can't I, mean, say, I like everything going on with mark and his family yeah i like that dynamic and the whole like it plays it's not just a, it's not just superheroes it's it's right. honestly is kind of like like lessons about like the family dynamic that he goes through and you know what it's like just like it's power it's whether his dad's a superhero or not there's still like power struggles and there's still like the relationships between like your parents and everything and um i i i thought it was enjoyable um definitely definitely enjoyed when mark's on on screen yeah more than when he's off but there's enough going on. I think with those it's. Other I think the Rex Rex explodes hilarious because I can't get Rafi from the league out of my head every time we talk. I mean, of course, I but I think it's. Guy. I think it's hilarious. I, I like Adam him. Eve's character development. So in in the first few uh, episodes, um, yeah, she really branches off on her own. The robot shit is interesting, and honestly, I was the the two uh, big blue guys. I really did enjoy. Um, mm-hmm. I enjoyed seeing them too, which was cool. I will say when I ju- I went back and watched some of like the last couple episodes, and like I found myself skipping through the part where robots like get in his body, his new body, and some of the. Some of that, because I found that section to kind of drag on a little longer than I needed it to, but it, only because I, maybe that's because I was wanting so badly to yeah, see the. Yeah, you want to get to the. Yeah, I want to get think, Mark. Think. Yeah. He doesn't say think twice. He just says think, Mark. But mm. because of the meme, whatever it, uh, people are like, it's the, the Mandela effect. What it actually is, and I was like, no, it's just uh, the fact that someone memes just, it. So yeah. you have to continue the meme. But yeah, it. It's wild. It's wild. How about the Justin Roiland cameo, by the way? Did you catch that? I don't know who that is. The guy from Rick and Morty. Oh, yeah. When uh, he plays in the episode where they go to the college and there's that at the beginning of the episode, there's the really douchey, like rich kid who's bragging, trying to like hit on some chicks. He's a frat boy. And then he gets kidnapped. Yeah, that's. The guy from Rick and Morty, oh, okay. it's Justin Roiland, and he does a burp like he does when he's doing Rick's voice. I never noticed that. He did, he did. That episode creeps me the fuck out. Yeah, that, that villain is that, so creepy. That shit, that shit I hate that. is like Whew. irks me, irks me to my just something about it. It just, it just. Like for instance, he's that should not exist. For instance, this guy is uh, he's like a bad scientist type, and he's taking these like Hulk or like like big big guys you know frat boys and he's like turning them into like cyborg types um just like really creepy 
really like just irks my soul like creeps me out yeah. um and then it's weird that like cecil uses them i know later on because yeah that i mean definitely sus what's going on there but at the same time like there he that's the government trying to really do everything they can to protect the people. Especially when, the, when Mark's mom is like, what are those things? And Cecil goes, it's just soldiers doing, you know, serving their country one last time. Yeah. And how about the that room where they, he, Cecil walks into Mark, into with Mark and it's all frequencies yeah, that, that's you know, crazy. human eye can't see because the government puts these chemicals into your water that prevents you from seeing this kind of light. Wild. Wild stuff to think about. That'd be cool if they could actually do I don't think that we no. were there yet, no. but to think about that's cool. I won't even be mad. Yeah, like if you really can do that to me, like I'm just a sheep. I it's guess. different than like brainwashing, at least. I guess. I mean, it is. At least they're not like telling you how to think. They're just like, hey, we don't want to make yeah, sure but you they're can. Yeah, they're limiting what you can think yeah. based off of what you can uh, perceive, uh, so you may as well just be a hive mind at that uh, point. Like, oh, well. fuck it. It is what it is. But yeah, I mean, the whole thing is uh, enjoyable. I'd say my favorite part is, um, I mean, I really just like Mark's relationship with his dad. Yep. And, and I then, enjoy that whole, the whole, from start to finish, I enjoy it. Uh, and um, they left it on uh, a cliffhanger, which is, you know, like you knew they were going to do it, but I'm excited to see where season two goes. Um they already started production of season two and three, and since it's an animated show, it shouldn't be that hard for them to like rep it out real quick. Especially um, given most of the money goes toward the voice cast, they're gonna be able to animate some shit. Yeah, and especially because like the guy, to be honest, like just scheduling. You can, then at that you point. can, but you don't even have to like bring Seth Rogen into. You know, you don't have to bring J.K. Simons in. Yeah, I, I don't know that I was watching. I mean, I don't know how they do it. I know I was watching some uh, like behind the scenes stuff yeah, where they too. had Sandra O, oh, they had Stephen Ewan, and they had uh, J.K. in the room together. Yeah, but to be honest, same time. well, I mean, they probably all like live close to L.A., so they could probably find like they could probably like rent out a a booth for a week and say, "All right, guys, you have a week to come in and film your lines." Right. Probably you know works out type thing. So. You know, it's a lot easier. It's not like they all have to be on cast, all, you know, all have to be at the studio at the same time, all like on, you know, filming mm -hmm. and it's not like they have to interact. So um, I'm hopeful we get it by the end of this year. I think it'd be smart if Amazon did it. By the end of the year? That by the would end be of crazy. the year. Fuel the fire? That would be cool. That would be crazy. That would be a quick turnaround. Because, yeah, basically where we're leaving off is uh, Mark and his dad just fought because uh, Mark's dad's been outed, Omni-Man's Omni been outed, and he was ready to kill Mark, but he realized he loves his son in spite of the fact he never thought he would feel connections like that. So he flew back to Viltrum, his home world, and Mark is uh, back on Earth still, perhaps preparing for the battle to come. Yeah, so what do you think is going to happen? I mean, I kind of like know some... Oh, never mind. I don't know. I don't want to say what I think is going to happen because I feel like what I think is going to happen is based on what was kind of spoiled to me from the comics. See, I don't really. The only thing that was spoiled for me from the comics is that a, yeah, that apparently robot is bad at some point. But I don't know how bad. Maybe he's just bad to the Guardians of the Globe. I don't think that it. I can't imagine it mattering how bad he is. Oh yeah, yeah. To okay, agree. Agree. Of Omni Man and the if entire I, planet of Omni Man's. If I had to guess what happens is, I mean, I'm just, uh, my one, my one gripe with the show is, 
that the plot was semi-predictable. That's mm-hmm. like I knew kind of like the direction it was going. So I could definitely see it being where like Omni-Man goes back, brings more people, like the leaders of, of Veltrum, 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 yeah, uh, back. And then like he goes, oh my God, like what am I doing? Like I love my wife. I love my son. And like then he like fights him back off and makes him leave. And then he's the protector. But honestly, I I could see that happening, but I, based on how episode one went. I did not see that coming. So who knows what's going to happen? I guess. They're brutal. Yeah. I mean, they're... I don't know. See, I found that after the twist in episode one, everything was predictable, but it would go where you didn't think it would actually go. Yeah. Like, you know, the mom hanging out of the window as the building's collapsing. In a general superhero movie, they're not going to show her dying or anything. In this, they are. Oh, like the, the fucking subway scene? The subway scene, the most gruesome thing that's Did I send you the meme where it was them on the subway and it's like, wow, what a beautiful train ride. I wonder what happens next. Um, I, Yeah, I think you did. <laughs> you was just... that the one with... Um, because like some people have memed it where Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man's trying uh, to hold the train back. No. But then Omni-Man's holding... Mark's face and just kills nah. Peter Parker too. That's funny. Oh, you know what might be fun to talk about before we call it? What? Are there any superheroes that we think or anybody from media who we think could stack up with Omni-Man? Nope. You, what, uh, Superman? Nope. You don't think Superman or Goku are Omni-Man level? So we're bringing like everyone into this? Yeah, I'm talking like anybody. Not Superman. I don't know. Omni Man's too smart. It's like the kind of, yeah. yeah. Omni Man's I mean, too smart. And Omni Man's too ruthless. Yeah. He's the perfect combination of smart and. Ruthless. I can't say with Goku because it's it's like it's not comparing the same. Like I have no idea what a Hamekameha would do. Well, he wouldn't be able to. That's that's some trick shit that wouldn't work on. No, he would have to like pull some bullshit like what you know spirit bomb or like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what that would do to Omni Man though. Because it's not like Omni-Man, like... Yeah, the way Goku ends up killing the big bads is, like, letting them blow themselves up. So, I don't know if he'd be able to, like, just... I mean, he would he would keep fighting and he'd keep fighting. He would... Omni-Man would blow... Would smash his brain apart. I think it would be... I don't know. I, I, I don't think... Uh, I think Goku's much... Uh, I think Goku's strength is parallel with him. It's just a matter of... I guess I, I I don't I don't know what's comparable, but yeah, I would say uh, any superhero not touching. No, like Iron Man, no way. No, dude, maybe no, Thanos. Come with, on. Yeah, oh, I'm starting yeah, low. Yeah, oh, okay, to like yeah, no, up. Thanos like, can Iron stop Man, Iron no. Man. Yeah, uh, Captain America, obvious no. No. Uh, but like even like Wanda. No. No, even like Thanos with the Infinity Gauntlet. Maybe because of the whack, like Omni Man can't do anything with like changing reality. No, yeah. So sure, they will say that, but they, uh, but that's like yeah. Anyone with the reality, with anyone with the gauntlet wins. I guess, yeah, to a degree. Well, you got to be strong enough to. Yeah, know, yeah, do yeah, the yeah, yeah. But and all that crap. But like even like Doctor Strange with just his normal powers, would maybe be able to trick Omni Man for a second, but would not. I mean, he's... Omni-Man's super smart, too, you have to realize. Yeah. 
Because he's he's not just fifteen hundred years yeah, old. Yeah, he's whatever. not just strong and he's like know. the perfect specimen. Um, yeah. So I don't think any of the Avengers could get him. No. None of the um, Justice League could get him. Like Superman's the only one in the Justice League, but it would. Like, but I Superman's think, pride, his like willing. Superman. I just think uh, I think Omni Man's smarts and knowledge out would outweigh him because I feel like. In any situation where Superman's going to battle Omni-Man, Omni-Man would be smart enough to have Kryptonite. I guess. Yeah. If they're going to fight, it has to be a realistic circumstance. Yeah. Like, for instance, if he... if if Is there a if, Kryptonite for Viltrumites, I wonder? We don't know yet, but... Yeah, in any case, like, if it was the... If he was attacking the Justice League, he would have showed up with Kryptonite to get Superman. No, I don't know. Omni-Man is a little arrogant. Yeah, he is, but he's also smart. But he's also arrogant, and that can get in the way of smart. So, I don't know. I don't, I feel like he would have. Uh... Yeah, I I mean I. Well, Superman's the good guy, so the good guy would win. It it all depends, depends on the you know, there's, there's the Stan Lee has said, you know, yeah. who would win these matchups is who the writers want to win. Yeah. So. Well, yeah, I mean, I uh, think that's a good. Good cutting off point. Uh, yeah, like just, overall, just just go watch the show. Come on. Yeah, check out um, check out Invincible. Season two's got to be coming soon. Hopefully. But uh, yeah, thanks for uh, thanks for checking out Pricey Popcorn. Uh, think Ben, think. Think. Where can they watch the show? <sighs> yeah, you gotta get that Amazon. Jeez, they've they've got. I'm mad that there's now something I'm at the I pricey want to watch. Po- I, I missed the. Amazon. I meant the pricey popcorn. Well, podcast. yeah, you can watch that on YouTube. You can watch it on Spotify. You can. Well, you can't watch it on Spotify. You can listen. Um, Apple Music. Apple's um, are Apple. Apple Podcasts is our biggest uh, performer. So thanks, I'm, guys. Hey, we're we officially hit 200 listens. Thank you for 200 listens. So it's really exciting, that. guys. Thank you. Yeah, hopefully. Here's the 200 more. Thank you so much for tuning in. See you, guys. Popcorn. We'll see you next time.